0: On this episode of Resi Week, Best Buy has 1 million total tech support clients. Technology is on display at IBS, and the Powerhouse Alliance adds five new vendors. All this and more on this episode of Resi Week.
1: The network for the AV industry. What
2: are you listening
1: to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is this AV, AV Nation. Nation.
0: This is AV Nation. This is Resi Week, episode
2: 161 Paint with Sound. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by
3: Peerless AV, driving technology through innovation.
0: Welcome to Resi Week. This is your weekly wrap up of all the latest news and stories for the residential AV industry. I'm your host, Matty Scott, for AVNation.tv. And today I'm pleased to be joined by rich fergosa the one and only uncle richie he is the principal and founder of fergosa design how you doing my friend
2: doing good mellow west coast greetings i think i did the trifecta during the uh, during the past seven days so i think we got programming uh av week and uh, wrapping it up with resi week
0: so. we're hitting all three man it's it's just out the gate then we have our newbie for today lewis frank he is the chief technologist at led systems how you doing my friend I'm good, sir. Thank you so much, man. It's a blast. Yeah, thanks, thanks so much for being here. I was trying to think back to when you and I first met for the first time, and I think you're one of the only people I can say that I met for the first time on a boat. That's right. Was that um,
3: the CE and CI summit up yeah. in up Potomac?
0: Yep. That's yep. A, <laughs> God, that was crazy. That was a crazy show. And last but not least, we have Dennis Holzer. He is the executive director of Powerhouse Alliance. How are you my friend?
1: I can't complain. Great to be back.
0: Thank you all for being here. Gentlemen, let's kick this right off with a story that comes to us from CE Pro and the one and only Jason Not Best Buy has hit 1 million subscribers for the $199 total tech support program. The biggest benefit of this story and the biggest joy of this story for me is really the graphic. Uh, if you haven't seen it, you, you need to check it out. It's pretty awesome. But, uh, gentlemen, I want to jump right into this story because this is something that we covered when they launched. We've talked about it, you know, in bits and pieces as, uh, you know, they've rolled this program out. And I don't want to say that I didn't think they could do it. I'm just surprised that it's grown to the size it has. Richie, I want to start with you. A one year membership with unlimited tech support for two hundred dollars obviously they 've seen significant support of this they 've got over a million subscribers now that 's a massive number for their bottom line. How in the world do we compete with this
2: well i I think this goes into the um, the whole need for differentiation you know and and we've had a lot of talk with um, other people and, and we've we've had shows about about you know the, the the DIY and the the do it with me movement and everybody else and I think that Best Buy is a is you know they're already selling the product um, they're going to be selling on a price based basis they're still a brick and mortar location they also sell a heck of a lot of those service plans you know you buy a you, know, you buy a camera you get a three year service plan I mean they're 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 definitely generating income in different ways when they get somebody in the store and. I don't know if it's a matter of if we should compete with that. I am perfectly content with the products that the product mix that they're getting that support for um, becomes a non support issue. Because again, your support isn't rolling a truck, somebody sitting down and making sure that all of your connectors are set and your signal is good. And I mean, it is support is is a bit of a vague term in terms of what we offer in our industry as opposed to a, what a retailer is providing. And so it's really no different than Dell offers support in some instances, or Cisco offers support in some instances. There's going to be a line to call in, and there will be somebody who is telecommuted to in an office who reads off the manual and double checks and says, okay, have you rebooted, rebooted the unit? And, and takes you through the process. And for the end user, a lot of times that's actually, you know, a, a huge amount of just the, the work that they need done. They just need somebody who isn't, you know, isn't sitting there afraid that they're going to break their TV or break their cell phone. Or, um, you know, we have that with end users all the time is that there's a nervousness. There's, there's this, tech, uh, this, this tech allergic reaction that occurs if something acts weird. So I think that Best Buy's approach in, in fact allows for an opportunity for a value added sell from an, an integrator to be able to say, okay, great. That's the first level. Which is this is something kind of basic, but beyond that, they're going to tell you to bring it in store. So now here becomes the question: What value does that have for you, as opposed to we provide the service call out to you? So it's it's like it's like anything else. I think it's a it's a potential lead in to be able to differentiate yourself with your service programs. Um, but to try to compete with it at that level, you can't because what. I think integrators view as the quality of service that they would provide their end user is not necessarily the same that what a retailer thinks that they're providing, you know, from a minimum threshold standpoint.
0: Very good. Lewis, kind of to expand on what Richie was talking about, can you as an integrator take this and essentially roll this into part of your service offerings and position yourself properly so that You can say to your clients, hey, if you want really basic tech support that is a cost savings over what we normally provide, our advanced tech support, go down this road. And then for everything that's advanced or system-based or stuff that makes you need to dig into the rack, call us. Well,
3: I did a deep dive on the actual total tech support offering, And for $199 a month, you get 24 seven online support for your computers and some tablets. You get in-store support for your computers, your connected car, your tablets, and then your in-home services, is it's additional 50 bucks per service. So to me, it looks like the $199 is just a license. And with the type of systems that we're putting in right now, With the remote access and remote support with multiple manufacturers out there, I'm charging $250 a license per customer right now. And then offering that same type of remote service 24-7 because we're getting notifications, we're getting emails, we're getting text messages when signals drop, RS-232 codes don't perform when power drops. And we're, we're sort of doing it right now, not to the tune of $199 million, but at the same time um, we go behind Best Buy all the time and that $199 yearly membership, it's not, it's not the fix all. There's a lot of customization and things like that, that as the integrator, we have to do above and beyond just phone service.
0: Very good. Dennis, I, I kind of wanted to shift the conversation slightly. And in the, the latter half of the article, um, he gets into the Best Buy outlook, which is digital health, and that they're betting big on the the combination of smart home and digital health. Is this something, because you know, CDAs and organizations talked about this for a while, the industry's talked about this for quite a while. Is this something where Best Buy is poised because of their national platform to be able to beat uh, the traditional, you know, what we would call a CDA channel into that market.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you know, Best Buy obviously is a retail store, and their goal is to get you in the store. And they have, if you've been in a Best Buy store lately, Um, they've made some changes that I just went the other week just to get some software for my computer, my yearly Kaspersky, whatever to, you know, to make sure I, I don't catch a virus. I literally had to walk almost the whole store till I could find, I knew where computers were. I couldn't find software. And you know the one thing that they do is they want to get you in and they want to hold on to you that's what this $199 $199 fee does it is something that they can stay in front of the customer they use it as a something for communication to their customer and you can bet that that customer who is enrolled in that $199 is getting an email or a card, or a letter once a month, and I know this factually, so that it also not only talks about, hey, you're part of our service agreement, but hey, did you know we also have? And you're right, that's an advance of what some of our guys are doing. And and the one thing, the only one thing I wanted to add to the other guys is that how many, and I fight this all the time with our own installers, how many times do they run trucks to fix something, and it's free? You know, a customer had a power outage or, you know, the customer, this, this will come as a surprise. The cable and the TV are out of sync when you're turning off a remote. And how many of our guys, just for customer service, run that truck anyways? So for the $199, um, and, you know, those guys were right, that's merely just a communication platform. You know, that doesn't include really rolling a truck to fix. And I guarantee you when they roll that truck, they find stuff and it costs money.
0: Very good. All right, gentlemen, let's move on to our next story of the day. This comes to us from Residential Tech Today. Smart elevators, connected baths, and more generate buzz for home builders at the recent International Builder Show in Las Vegas. If you don't know about that show, you probably should because your contractors, your builders, uh, honestly, almost all of your trades and your designers are at this show. A couple of things that were highlighted in this article were smart elevators, the uh, expanse of smart kitchen and bath, specifically from Kohler, um, as well as a lot of smart water protection, smart locks, and things such as that nature. The one thing that dramatically stood out to me was the smart electrical because Leviton finally uh, has brought their new load center, which uh, essentially offers true um, connected breakers, which means you can actually start to control those loads. So, uh, Lewis, I wanted to start with you on this one. This has been a a, a mixture of, and not just this article, but everything I've read that came out of IBS and, and KBIS. This has been a mixture of incredibly niche products, as well as a lot of mainstream. Not necessarily a lot of, you know, what we would traditionally call products and, and solutions that are within our our purview. Now I know Control Four had a um, like a, a tiny build there, and they were showing a lot of connected products and 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 what we actually do. But on a whole, CDA had a booth there as well. This is still a lot of mainstream technology stuff is this something that you need to pay attention to? Is this something that we as integrators should be attending and and, and trying to determine what's there and what we need to see that our our clients or the, the contractors and and builders that we work with are starting to see?
3: Um, Yeah. At the same time, it's not like you said is mainstream from a network perspective since we as integrators are we own the network no matter who's in the place if there's a network connective activity and our clients are asking like the, the Kohler voice activation integrating with uh, Amazon Alexa it's scary to death but um, you got to touch it you got to get your hands on it you got to at least understand what the heck is going on our clients right now are some of them do the shopping online and they have the the um, barcode readers for the refrigerators we're integrating um, automatic shopping lists and delivery services currently right now <clears throat> creating um, recipes straight so it's all network based and yeah I don't know how like you said how mainstream it's gonna be um, but if it's the network, we've got to plan for it. We've got to protect it.
0: Very good. Dennis, just to continue to pull that mainstream thread, is this something where – because we saw a lot with a lot of the, you know, intro smart lighting systems. There was the ultra-high-end, the, the homeworks, the raw, the panel-based systems that, you know, Lutron, Control 4, Crestron, everybody has. And then there was all this smart home – generic stuff, almost, that when it came to actually clients looking for it, wanting it installed, they were not coming to us. They weren't coming to our industry. They were going to their electricians or going to their their alarm guys. Does the, the mainstream level of the majority of these products, does that give us an opportunity to go in there and promote it, work with people, or does it honestly just Keep kind of pushing us out,
1: I think we need <clears throat> for the strength of what we do, we've got to continue significantly thinking out of the box, and you know, the days of just a the home theater, or obviously now you add in the network system, um, I think it's vital for our existence. And to and more more than our existence, um, our well-being, that we understand these products because in some way most of our installers are being going to be pushed into it anyways. He, as Lewis said, if it's on the system, um, we're going to get a call. And I can tell you personally, I I'm working very hard with my own members that we're looking way outside the box. I just brought in a company that. Um, through the system through your network it now you something leaks in your house it sends a signal and shuts down your water and i think as the builders start to i I, tongue in cheek say accept our business um you know it's more business we're going to be able to get to from these people and frankly it it might it'll allow us to grow And to hire people who can specialize in these different aspects that are added onto the system. I don't agree with having to, I I went to the Kohler booth, for example, at CES, and it wasn't really thrilling to me to be able to go to your phone and turn on your bathtub and make sure the water is, you know, 72 degrees when you get into the bathtub. That, you know, or that your toilet seat is warm. You know, those weren't of great interest to me, but some of these other things I think are valuable to for our existence going forward.
0: Obviously, you don't live in Canada. I would take that in a second. Because <laughs> sometimes it's cold, man. <laughs> uh, Uncle Richie, I have no idea how I'm segueing that one. <laughs> no clue. Uh, Uncle Richie, this was something that kind of came to me a little bit when I was watching the news coverage rolling in from KBiz and, and from IBS, um, is this an event? Is this a show, we, we've talked for years that when you're walking around Cedia, if you've got a client who's spending a fortune, you should bring that, that individual with you occasionally to get firsthand, you know, come see this stuff, see it if, especially if you don't have the showroom where you can do that. Is this something where if you're working with builders and contractors and designers, that you, as an HTP, should be attending IBS with them and giving them a, a guided tour of, hey, this is the technology that's available, that's right within your channel.
2: What I was, yeah, you know, I think that if you have the ability to meet with the same people there, um, yeah, absolutely, a guide, there's nothing that beats a guided tour if just from a relationship standpoint. Um, as somebody who has had to, custom program a tub to be filled from a phone <laughs> <laughs> and not only to be filled but we had to have two tub units because it had to fill faster um because the single tub fill wasn't fast enough as well as being able to measure the seat temperature um it has been done uh, it was done in uh I, I gosh i did this in 04 i think wow uh, but you know, it, it's it, it's been out there, and and the difference, I guess, is that when it was done before, it was a one-off. It was absolutely something that the most eccentric. You know, it, you know, it was it is the, the saying that somebody with you know, if you've got more money than brains, you know, that was that when we were dealing with the more money that it was the, it, you know the, the niche stuff is the more money than brains department, right? You know, you just got to let's just do it to say we can. You know, it's uh, as of the gold plated giraffe you know i have many things <laughs> you know? oh no the mini the miniature giraffe right the, the little pygmy giraffe um but yeah it's like having a pygmy giraffe right why do you have one because i can't um that's what this show can be about it's because you can't the difference now is that they are trying to find inroads to a larger group of end users so you know i I love stuff like this. I mean I I just I totally geek out over it because that's what makes automation fun. That's what enhances lifestyle choices. You know, do you use it all the time not necessarily, but if you integrate it well, it increases the enjoyment of your residence and how you use it and how your technology comes together. So for integrators, absolutely. This is this is real world stuff. I mean, you in we have all the time when dealing with integrators. You know, they'll they keep going back and forth about they're fighting with maybe the end user with their budget over a six hundred dollar speaker over a sixteen hundred dollar speaker. And that becomes a huge fight and the client doesn't necessarily see the value in that. But you start talking about fixtures, you start talking about elements in a bathroom or a kitchen or a bedroom, these are highly prized items that clients will place value on and they'll place a premium value on it. And if that becomes an inroad for you to be able to increase your budget and bring all the other tools to tie it together, that's, a, that's a, a less of an uphill fight. Then you know, again, trying to sell them on a $2,500 speaker. And, and like Dennis was saying, is those, those old models of how you generated your profit centers, you, you've got to, because you know, again, for 199 bucks, Best Buy will give you a service option for a bunch of stuff, right? You, you, you've got to start looking at different ways to expand. And, and as um, uh, custom guys, you know, working like a contractor, working like a tradesman, you know, there's always this feeling, I deal with this with, with integrators all the time. They they don't want to admit that they're tradespeople. They don't want to admit that they're in the construction industry. And it just boggles my mind because they you are a legitimate part of the construction industry. You're not necessarily an artist doing your thing with audio and video. It's like, yeah, that's cool stuff. But your artistry, you still got to get paid, you know, and you've got to be a business. Yeah, you know, I'm paid to astound. <laughs> yes. yes. I'm the Doug. I'm the Doug Henning of AV.
0: <laughs> That's fantastic.
2: Um, but,
3: and on point with what you're saying, Richard, with with the interna- international builder show and all the stuff going with home health and everything else coming about. Being at that show, guiding these builders and architects and designers on the technology that we can offer and differentiate ourselves as well as differentiate differentiate them people are going to buy buy into that when you're talking about automating kitchens and baths and temperatures and water safety and alarms and everything it's it's a show we should be at maybe even exhibiting i know they got a cd area Mm. at the ibs be bigger
0: very good all right gentlemen real Really quickly, we are going to jump over and hit our last story of the day. This comes to us from Residential Systems. Powerhouse Alliance expands their product lineup with five new vendors. If you haven't caught this, uh, Powerhouse Alliance has added a couple new vendors, including Intelligent Network Solutions, Mantel Mount, RTI, TechLogic, and Leak Smart, which Dennis kind of alluded to earlier. So, Dennis, I, I'm going to start right off with you because that kind of makes the most sense. When you guys look at expanding your offerings, are you expanding to fill a void? Are you expanding to, you know, maintain your your current base, or are you just expanding to honestly expand and, and just continue to
1: grow? We are doing it to fill a void. Uh, We are doing it to expand not only our horizons, but our, you know, a lot of our integrators can't go to a lot of these shows. And so they truly depend on us to be able to keep expanding what we do. Um, I can tell you, we don't do the last expand to expand. But, you know, going backwards, what we are trying to do is we obviously we have TV home theater down pat and networking down pat, but this is becoming a much bigger industry. Um, The capabilities are there for our integrators. And sometimes we got to get behind them and push them uphill that they got to start thinking outside the box. And so one of the things we do is not only we keep adding lines and we can only add, we typically add about five lines a year because by the time we get the product in, we train our deal, we train ourselves and we train our dealers. You know, that just doesn't happen overnight. But the other thing we try to do is that kind of mentions on what you just said is we want our we're building our showrooms now so that our integrators can bring their customers to our locations to see some of these products because it's it's not reasonable. I'm in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and yeah, it's cold here too today. Um, <laughs> it's not reasonable for one of our installers, other than you know some certainly can, but it wouldn't be reasonable to go to Las Vegas to you know a builder show or Texas for a builder show just to see what kind of sink we're going to put in their bathroom and that it has all these bluetooth controls. So, you know, we're starting to work this in in addition to adding lines, being able to put these on display so we can help our integrators expand what they do.
0: Very good. Uncle Richie, when when an integ- or sorry, when a distribution house adds more lines, is this something that most integrators who purchase from them? Is it something that they're paying attention to? Is it something that they don't really notice till they get a communique? from the, from the clump company, it, how, how did they go about, you know, staying on top of that kind of thing?
2: Well, I think it depends on your relationship I mean, one of the great things about powerhouse, I think powerhouse does a very good job about outreach and and making sure that it doesn't get lost in the sea of two hundred emails and so when something comes out, it is relevant it isn't just you know, we've, we've we've bought we've sold this list to uh you know get your house <laughs> yeah. refinanced and also you know and and tow powder you know i mean it's like it''s there's an actual there's, you know, there's an actual reason when correspondence comes down. And I think that as you have a relationship with, with any of them, you know, Powerhouse is an example, you know, you're clicking on the webpage and checking um, and, and valuing, and, and there is a lot about vetted sources. You know, that's a huge thing right there is that there's been some time spent um, at least flattening. Um, that curve in terms of all of the products out there, you know, I mean, I hadn't read about Smart before until right now. I've I, read up on it. It's a great product. Um, you know, it's an advancement over some of the other stuff that's there, and and it's a product that is intended to work with third party controls as well with app, not in an either or. And a lot of times when you see these products initially coming out that are uh, internet enabled, you know, or they're IoT devices, they're not necessarily talking third party. Um, they're looking, they're saying, okay, we've got a standalone app or a PC or something like that, you know, or maybe HomeKit compatible. Um, but to be able to look at these items and say, yeah, we, we're doing third party. Um, that is something that I think is relevant and to look through because again, it is tailored for the specific business model that, that customer integrators are out there. So. Um, you know, I, i trust me with, you know, I get hundreds of emails a day and from distributors and you name it. And so, um, you know, it definitely does help when it does come out from a, a credible and trusted source. You know, I know that it's going to rise above the white noise.
0: Very good. Lewis, I want to, uh, I want to end with you on this and kind of give you the last word as an integrator who maybe has been purchasing some of these products from, a competitor because powerhouse didn't have them. What's involved in making that decision now that powerhouse has them to start purchasing from them and, and for products that you're unaware of, what, what drives you to bring something in and test it?
1: Um, First of
3: all, um, is it the right solution for our clients? Secondly, if I can write one PO and create, some efficiencies on, on the financial side as well as the shipping and the receiving side. It's, it surely does take a lot of the, the, um, the headache running the business by plus on an integrate on the integrating side. Um, some of these parts or these five new lines they brought in. They work and we use them before. And if, if the powerhouse or the vi- distributor is going to keep stock and allow us to pick up or ship and receive at any given time, it sure makes it easier to do business.
0: So. Very good. Very good. All right, gentlemen, that's all the time we have today. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Uncle Richie, if people want to connect with you, learn more about Fergosa Design, where can they do that?
2: Well, you can find us on our website, Um, Probably the best place uh, uh, is uh, one of the one of the great places is Twitter at our Fergosa. But most importantly, please come check us at aviation.tv here on Resi Week, uh, AV Week. Um, uh, we have a a custom integration programming show called The State of Control with my good friend Steve Greenblatt, uh, and tons of other shows that are great listening and viewing informative uh, items. <laughs> I'm a little tired today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was fantastic. That was yes. your best elevator speech I've heard in a long time. Louis, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully you had a good time and you did be back. Uh, if people want to connect with you, learn more about LED Systems, where can they do that?
3: Our website, LEDsystemsllc.com. Uh, I'm all over the place at Cedia, Infocom, CES. So, Grab me, pull me over, ask a question, let's have a beer. We'll we'll figure out the right the right answer.
0: Excellent, thank you again, Dennis. As always, fantastic to have you on. If people want to connect with you, learn more about Powerhouse Alliance, where can they do that?
1: Easiest thing is www.powerhousealliance.com shows a map wherever you're located. You can see where your distributor is and you get in contact with them. If you want to get to me directly, real real easy, D holzer, H O L Z E R at powerhousealliance.com. I'm happy to respond. And as always, Matt, a pleasure to be with you.
0: Thank you so much for being here. Again, for myself, if you'd like to connect with me, you can find me at Matt D. Scott on Twitter and every other social platform. But more importantly, please stop by avnation.tv where you'll find this show as well as a wide variety of our other shows with all the verticals that we cover. When you visit the website, please check out a uh, moment to check out our supporters. We are extremely thankful for their support and ask that you support them as well. Thanks again for watching. That's all the time we have for this episode of Rezi Week.